podcast. I am your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show, aka the original Jeff Lewis Live After Show. But we love them all. We love them all. So the more the merrier and look how merry we are. But before we talk about Jeff, I just need to cover a few things from this weekend. So I need to tell you guys about this late night thought that I had, and it's probably nothing that you would expect. It's nothing I expected to have, but you know I've been watching a lot of Kath and Kim on Netflix, and even if you don't watch the show, also, hi, if this is your first time at Splash of Sass, welcome, and just know we talk about a lot of different things, mainly the things Jeff Lewis talks about, but a lot of random shit, including last week, some King Tut facts, some Martha's Vineyard facts, some nipple facts. We'll get to it all. But just know that you don't have to watch these shows or whatever to have fun and listen along to this because what I'm about to say is always so fucking random. It wouldn't matter anyways. No spoilers ever. Well, maybe sometimes. Okay, so Kath and Kim. Kath is married to this guy named Kale, and her name's Kath Day, and his name is Kale Knight. So in this episode, he wanted to get back into his roots and find out his genealogy and all that shit. So because they were like the last name Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T, royal, like that sounds noble. There must be something in your bloodline. And I don't know why the fuck my brain does this shit, but out of nowhere, and look, I don't really keep up with the Kardashians. Did I when I was younger? Sure. Have I ever bought in one of their products? Hell fucking no. But that's a personal choice. And if you want to buy their shit, go for it. All I know is that when I heard the name Knight, all I could think is, why the fuck didn't Kylie Jenner name her baby that? Her second boy? Night. That would have been so fucking perfect. First of all, it starts with a K. Boom. We got that tradition staying alive. Then her daughter's name is Stormy. A stormy night. Um, again, fucking perfect. And night, it does have like noble royalty vibes to it. Come on. It would have been so good. Night Webster, like just the name night. It's so fucking cool. So yeah, the in the middle of the night, I think of alternative names for Kylie Jenner's son, apparently. So that's where we were at. And <laughs> I guarantee you didn't think me talking about Kath and Kim, an Australian satire sitcom would turn into renaming the Kardashians babies. But again, welcome to Splash of Sass. So I also read a headline last night that made me laugh so hard on the New York Post. A lot of them do. But I didn't get into the details of this article because I'm sure it would have made me really depressed and sad, actually. But the the headline alone is hilarious. Okay. (laughs) This would be me. It says... Annoyed janitor turns off super cold freezer and destroys decades of scientific work, causing at least one million in damages. <laughs> like, again, it's not funny that he damaged all this work and uh, that's horrible. That's not funny. 
the part where he was annoyed and caused a million dollars in damage. Like, I think that I have irritability problems sometimes, but this, I don't think I've ever caused a million dollars in damage because of it. So I always love when I see somebody level up and hats off to this janitor. Uh, I hope that he starts to go fund me because I don't know how that lawsuit's going to go. Now, there was also a video circulating of a shark attack almost in the Florida Everglades. <laughs> Wait, it was so funny though, because the TikTok that it was on the article that I was reading, it shows like one person's username that liked it. And then, and 75,000 other people liked it. And the person that it showed for me, <laughs> the username <laughs> was fuck the tax man. <laughs> Like, I just clicked to watch this kid almost get eaten by a shark, and then all I see is fuck the tax man. And I'm like, yes to both. Because, okay, this kid, he reaches his hand over into the water when there's a shark there, and the shark grabs him, and his friends yank him back in and save his life. But, like, what the fuck, dude? I mean, we just went over this ridiculous tragedy of the submarine, and yet again, this is just more dumb shit. Like, you see a shark in the water, so you stick your fucking hand in there? Yes, you deserve to be eaten by the shark. I mean, sorry, I don't wish harm or for you to be a shark meal on anybody, but if you're asking for it and it happens... How, why am I supposed to feel bad? Like, again, for these billionaires that went on the submarine, like, do I feel bad for your families that they go through pain and all that? Sure. But like, that was so fucking dumb to go down in an uncertified vessel. Like, is anybody else going to say it? Have, does anybody mention that it was fucking dumb of them? And I would say that to their face if we could, you know, like if that was my dad doing that, I'd be like, Dad, that is some dumb ass shit. Don't fucking do that. And if he did it anyways, yeah, I would be sad. But I'd also be like, that was so dumb of him. Why did he do that? I'm just saying that with all their billions, like, why didn't you go on a certified vessel? You know, it's <laughs> it's a rough world out there, people. Don't make it harder for yourself. Okay, now moving into the Monday, June 26th episode of Jeff Lewis Live. We had John Hale, we had Megan Weaver, and we had Shane Douglas. So John Hill is doing three hours of radio today? What? What? Um, also, speaking of what, his middle name is Arthur. I saw it on his Instagram and I was like, that is the most adorable name ever. You know, I love Theodore. I love Arthur as well. Perhaps that's Jackie Schimmel's baby's name. I'm obsessed with guessing people's baby's name before they have them. I'm, I don't tell the moms this because that would, I'm sure it would drive them crazy, but I just like to guess what, and so I'm adding that to Jackie's baby list. Um, also speaking of Instagram, I know I talk about my Insta story, but guys today, today we fucking love it. And if you tried before giving it a peek, wasn't your thing. Try again. Okay. We're always changing, evolving. And for those who do watch, listen, support all of that, just all of you, I just fucking love you. Okay. So back to Jeff Lewis, um, Tinks is repping radio Andy and Sirius XM at some convention. <laughs> this just made me laugh because. Because John Hill just got done telling us how he's doing three hours of radio, Radio Andy specifically today. 
And then in the next breath, he's telling Jeff, like, oh, you would not want to fucking rep Sirius XM at a convention. Like, there's strings attached. You have to do shit. You don't want to do that. (laughs) It's just, I mean, John's not wrong. He's actually extremely right. But also, um, yeah, if Radio Andy wants to pay me for three hours of radio a day, I wouldn't be talking shit. Yes, I would. Yeah, who am I to talk? Of course I would. But it also reminded me of like a pageant girl who doesn't know what she's getting into and then she wins and doesn't realize all the charity work she has to do after. Like Jeff just wants to be the convention. He wants to be the Sirius XM darling, which he is unofficially. And don't we love unofficial titles? But we know that if Jeff was at... John's right. If Jeff actually went to that convention, it would just be... Complaint after complaint. So it would have made great fodder for the radio, but good branding decision <laughs> on Sirius XM's part. So we get an update on Frankenson. Frankenson, which is either the Parisian word for Frankenstein or Frank and Jameson's new couple name. You can pick. I don't care. Um, Jameson's at Disneyland Paris, though. What the fuck? He's officiating a wedding, but... I just don't get how he's in Paris right now and Jeff and Shane were just in Paris. Like, what are the chances that everyone's going to Paris? What? Okay. Um. Also, Alyssa's back for the week, which is just the forever classic get promoted to a new job and then find out you get to do your new job plus your old job. It is the oldest trick in the book. Glad to have you back, Alyssa. Then Jeff brings up this video of Andy Cohen. He's obsessed. Jeff's obsessed. Wait, wait. That could be a whole different show on his new app. Okay? Or call Jeff Obsessed, where he picks one topic that he's wicked interested in for the week, whether, I don't know, it's an improv group or a little person, and it's just him and that person, ATA, ask them anything. That would be good. Jeff's obsessed. And again, this time, he's obsessed with this video of somebody dancing on Andy Cohen. We don't know how old the video was, if the dancer in question was wearing a harness or a tank top. All we know is that the audio was cringy enough for me. Like, I'm sure Andy had a great time. You do your thing, girl. But like, just the the music, I... Doesn't sound like my jam. John went to rehab. He had some pill problems and we're glad that he is healthy and all of that. But he did drop this little tidbit that he would take tranquilizers to go to CrossFit. Why do we not ask more questions on this show? Okay. You know what? On the first episode of the Amy's Obsessed podcast, I would have John Hill on to specifically talk about taking tranquilizers and then working out. What? What? I have a million questions and John apparently loves his airtime. So it'd be a perfect match. Now, speaking of perfect matches, we go to the head matchmaker, Patty Stanger. Stranger? Stanger? The Patty Hillside Strangler? Allegedly. No, I'm just kidding. It was all a joke. You don't sue me, Patty. I'm like the janitor. We don't have money for these lawsuits. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so Patty Stanger rebranded the word ghosting. You guys, I've never heard anything like this, but fucking of course Patty did because she was getting ghosted by guys and that sounds too embarrassing to admit, I guess, for her. 
but it's not like we are all about eras now, right? Era, era, era. These days it's the era of ghost or be ghosted. But apparently now we had to right click synonym and create an even fancier word to make it sound like the other person has deep psychological problems. And that's why they're ghosting you, not being Patty's new word, dismissive avoidant. <laughs> dismissive avoidant. How about dismissive welcomed? Like I welcome ghosting and being ghosted. We don't owe, you guys, if you were in today's dating world, like you don't owe every single person an explanation and you can't be honest. Like I can't be like, yo, I don't want to go out on a date with you again because you needed a trash bag to clean out your car before you took me in it. Like, why would you need a full trash? Why was your car that dirty? Why didn't you clean it before? The world will never know. Just like how many licks it takes to get to the center of a toots pop. And so while I'm not condoning ghosting of people you know or have talked to for a while, all of that, just like a light ghost, if you, you know, if you're just talking back and forth a little, it's okay. It's okay to be dismissive avoidant. Again, it's dismissive welcome tier. <laughs> So then we go over some astrology shit on Jeff Lewis Live. John Hill lets us know that Virgos are the horny ones because that's Beyonce. It's also Amy Quinley. I think he means the sexy ones and he's absolutely not wrong. That's called the Virgo charm. So, um, ew. Um, okay. So in the mornings though, I do read like eight different <laughs> horoscopes of mine not because I believe in all of them but just because it's almost like a religion kind of a thing I don't know it's just like reading proverb proverbs almost you know like just some light wisdom to wake up to except sometimes when I'm in a bad mood I'll read the day before's horoscope and I'm like that didn't happen that didn't happen that fraud 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 scam scam but today, actually, wait, you guys, in, I think it was like the London Times, um, they give you your horoscope, but then like a Chinese proverb as well. And I don't know if I'm saying that proverb, proverb, preverb. So um, today's was, I fucking loved it. You're going to love it too. Okay. Ready? Today's Chinese proverb. After the game, the king and the pawn go in the same box. Yo, that's fucking deep. What? The king and the pawn. They're so right. They do go in the same box and everything in between, whether some days you feel like the king, some days you feel like the pawn, some days you're the jester. I don't know what other, what other um, chess pieces. Uh, sure. That one. So um, yeah, they all go in the same box. We're all the same. Except Jeff is different and <laughs> he wears deep V-neck tank tops underneath, <laughs> underneath his shirt. Um, he took his shirt off in the Nice airport in France and he sat there in his man tank. No, I, we keep shaming to a minimum here. So Jeff, you can wear as many sports bras. <clears throat> no, I'm, I mean man tanks as you would like. Um, we also talk about John Hill's croissant nipples. Ugh, I love like coming up with metaphors for what our nipples look like and a croissant well I guess he said flaky so that's not very appetizing but croissants are delicious so maybe the flakes taste good you tell me now um I'm telling you guys right now stick with fucking splash of sass because we are always ahead of the curve Friday's episode ended on some nipple talk and here we are again 
So we do discuss plane employees. One got ingested into an airplane. Yikes, RIP again. John says that planes are gross and just toilets in the sky. Again, I call them giant fart tunnels to each their own. John, but he was basically saying that he's read too many articles about how nasty planes can be. And it reminds me of all the BuzzFeed articles, like 20 things flight attendants hate that you do, and 30 things TJ Maxx employees hate that you do, and 74 things bartenders hate that you do. You know what I hate? People who fucking complain about me when I'm the one paying them. What do you mean? Are you just, like, really, bartender? You don't like when I ask for a drink with less margarita mix? Why? Why? Because that means that you can't use the pre-made batch that's been sitting there since last Taco Tuesday night? Like, what the actual fuck? I'm paying you. I took my time to get in my car, go out, do all this stuff. I'm paying for a plane ticket, for going to the store, anything. You're there to provide help my experience. And I've worked in these positions. I don't just say shit and then demand, like, I don't expect anyone to treat me that I wouldn't treat others. And so in that position, like in a hospitality, you, uh, to me, I just wanted people to genuinely have the best time ever and have the best experience. So you should feel the same as a bartender, a chef, whatever. Like, oh, you're annoyed because I asked for this without that or this without... Get the fuck over it. I did all this. I'm paying the same price no matter what. Just make my fucking meal or drink how I want it and stop complaining. Like, you're lucky that we're out and we didn't get takeout. Damn, y'all. Oh my gosh. I don't... I told you in the beginning I had irritability problems, but I get irritated when other people are irritated at things that shouldn't irritate them. And this is something that shouldn't irritate me, but here we are. Uh, somebody up my anti-anxiety medication. Okay, which you would absolutely have to do if I was dating Stu. Luckily, he's not into my body parts and that's perfectly fine. But for Jeff, Stu did not turn off the shower when he got out again what he got out of the shower and just left the water running like <laughs> this dude is a straight up hazard and still we love you but like i just what, what do you mean you left the water running my mom used to like leave the water running and then go down to switch the laundry over and i'd be like mom, what are you doing? And she was like, I need it to get hot. And I'm like, yeah, when you leave it running for 20 minutes, it's going to be burning. At the what do you talk? It takes two seconds. So just patience. We're, we're, we're all learning patience. Okay. And Jeff is also not convinced that Stu is patient enough to, <laughs> to dry his body off before he puts on clothes. And then it's like when you're gross and like sticky and you're putting on your clothes and I was here judging and thinking all this shit, but who am I to talk? Because I literally did that this morning and there was no rhyme or reason. Why didn't I just towel off better? I don't know. I just was over towel. Like it was taking too long. Bye. I just want to put on my clothes. And then it was that oh, when you're like trying to pull it up and it, oh, I hate it. So I am Stu as you are you and we are one together. Now, Jeff mentions that he lost a little weight over in France. Why? Why? What, what do you mean? That's where you're supposed to eat the most. What? We, we also heard nothing about France, Paris, any anything. Like, does any, anybody else feel a little disappointed? I, you know, your friend's back. You want to hear about their trip? And they're like, yeah, it was good. And you're like, what, what do you mean it was good? Did you 
step outside? Did you do anything? I mean, honestly, we heard more about his dinner at the Nice Guy restaurant last night than we did about his time in Nice. Nice Nice. Um, but uh, speaking of the restaurant, Jeff, <laughs> he poached the waitress, which he's known to do, and she now has an interview for Chateau Lewis. You go, girl. I believe her name was Grace. I don't know if I'm just making that up, but I love that name. I hope you get my job, Grace. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I hope you get the job, the job. Now, John Hill keeps warning us throughout the show <laughs> about antiperspirant, how it's real bad for you, you know, gives you the old Alzheimer's, that shit. What doesn't nowadays? Am I right? Come on. But unfortunately, I am like Jeff, where, not unfortunately, I love you, Jeff, where I too am a sweater. I'm a sweater, a designer Chanel sweater. No, I'm joking. I mean, more like the gross, sweaty pig kind. And for us sweaters, it's like Pringles. Like once you pop, you just can't stop. Once the seal has been broken and the first bead begins to trickle down, it's game over. Game over. You're going to either need a hairdryer or a change of clothes with you. So I understand what they're saying that antiperspirant has aluminum in it, blah, blah, blah. So my deodorant trick that, but I need antiperspirant. You know, like I need the, I need pH balance to help me. That's the only thing that helps you guys. And so what I do is I use one of the all natural ones first and I put that a layer on and then I layer the chemicals over the non-chemicals so that maybe I get less Alzheimer's. I don't know. Or I heard that you could get Botox in your armpits to stop the sweating, but then I'm always scared. Like if you stop one pore, is it going to pour out somewhere else? Like is all of a sudden my collarbone going to start sweating? You know, Or what if like my nipples start sweating? You know, like I love my nipple. I know I talk shit about them on Friday, but the more I look at them, I love them so I love my cow nipples and I don't want them to sweat like that. So again, the easiest solution here at Splash of Sass is to just accept yourself for the sweaty fucking cow nipples person that you are and maybe find a few people along the way in this little old earth that enjoy you. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Splash of Sass. We will be back tomorrow with some more shit talking. Follow me wherever. Subscribe, like, review, all that shit. Insta story, Splash of Sass podcast. I love you so fucking much. Bye. Splash, 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 splash your sass, splash your sass.